Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to our Friday edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. I am Dan Lobby. It is our picks edition of the podcast where we all pick three NFL games against the spread and then each of us as a fourth game picks the Browns game. So let me introduce our esteemed panel as we get going here. And I promise this podcast, well, maybe I can't promise this. I promise we won't talk about the Browns and Chiefs in this podcast. <laughs> it's been fun. Uh, Ellis, our, uh, our guest picker just put his hand to his face and, and started shaking his head. <laughs> Ellis, uh, Ellis Williams off a big week, absolutely scorching hot right now. Four and oh last week, 28, 23 and one overall. So if you're taking advice from anyone here, take it from Ellis Williams. Yeah, look, let me just say this very quickly, you guys. It's this simple. Never lost has never rang more accurately than it does today. Of course, the only thing better than going 4-0 would have been 3-0-1. Couldn't find a push. Still the elusive push. But week 13, never lost. So shout out, Griner. Let's have a great week 14. And like you said, Dan, maybe Browns fans should start taking my picks to their bookies. It's just an idea. Just an idea. I'll leave it at that. I can, I'm going the opposite direction of Ellis. I had a one and three week last week. My fading of all of you picking the Browns absolutely backfired in about 10 minutes. Uh, I am now 24 and 28 on the season. So that hot streak I was riding a few weeks ago went the other way. And it also means that Doug Maurice, after a two and two week has tied me 24 and 28 on the season as well. Should have been three and one, and the Texans fumbled on the two yard line in the last minute. So I was mad about that. But I'll take two and two. I'll take two and two. See, Doug, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ellis is a genius. Bet all your money on what Ellis says. <laughs> and of course, you've heard Mary Kay Cabot, who finally got the week she needed last week three and one, uh, only behind Ellis, now moves to 18 and 26. So Mary Kay finally. <laughs> breaking that slump that you were in for about three weeks there four weeks five four weeks. weeks and our our football insider subscriber they were riding a hot streak too until last week uh, our guy mike kirkner went one and three so trying to save them here is uh ray rasilla ray how are you man i'm feeling uh feeling lucky <laughs> all right Bob, not dangerous Bob. but lucky <laughs> Our subscribers this year now 21 and 31 
Uh, if anyone is actually taking our picks and using them, this, this is the ultimate for entertainment purposes only podcast, and you should just be able to figure that all out on your own. So, Ellis, you get to start us off um, here picking games. Give us your first one. Yeah, so I just got to get this one out of the way. Look, if anyone from back home is listening, this is no disrespect to Jet. This is no re- reverse jinx on the Vikings here. But I really like Tampa Bay and play a Tom minus – six and a half over the Vikings in Tampa. This game is real sneaky. I know we always talk about the AFC as we should covering the Browns, but this has, this game has a lot of sneaky NFC uh, wildcard implications uh, with the seven and five Tampa team, uh, seven or seven and six Vikings team and Tampa struggling, uh, but coming off a bye. Uh, the Jags defense forced three turnovers against the Vikings. Uh, but more importantly, I think this is just a get right spot for Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. We've heard nationally, you know, for two weeks now that, Oh, they don't like each other or something like that. I think they beat up on a Viking secondary that's still young and a front that doesn't apply much, much pressure. So I think Tampa, you know, wins comfortably, you know, 13, 17 points, something like that. Give me Tom Brady. I don't know if this is an early Christmas gift. I don't know. If this is a <laughs> curse, but I'm on the other side of this. I am going head to head with Ellis Williams again, and I've uh, got the Vikings. This oh, is no. all the makings. I think I'm 0-36 head-to-head against Ellis this year, so maybe this is the one. I think these teams are pretty close. The Vikings have won five of six. I don't know if Minnesota's going to win, but I think they're close enough that I'll take the six and a half. I'll take the six and a half, even with Tampa Bay coming off the bye. It'd, okay. be fitting, it'd be fitting if this is the one I lose, if the Vikings beat Tom Brady. I guess, I'm, I guess that'd be fitting, but so confident. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll go with my first game here then. Uh, You guys are talking about the Texans here off the top. I'm going to take the Texans at minus one and a half over the Bears. Could you imagine being the team that passed on Deshaun Watson? Could you imagine the Chicago Bears, of course, are going to hear all about that this week. I'm sure they already have. They they took Mitch Trubisky at uh, that number two slot. They do not have a quarterback at this moment with both him and Nick Foles. I think Deshaun Watson, even though I don't know, look, both these teams are a mess. The Texans are a mess. They just got absolutely destroyed by Sports Illustrated. Uh, But I think Deshaun Watson rises above all that. I'm taking the Texans minus one and a half over the Bears. Deshaun Watson didn't get destroyed by Sports Illustrated, so I'm on this too. I think you're right, Dan. And I mean, they played, I said last week, I thought, I think they're playing as well as the Colts and they were right there, but they're certainly better than the Bears. I, I, I feel I feel this line could be higher. So to only give one and a half with the Texans, I'll, I'll happily grab that as well. Does anybody else, Mary Kay? Yeah, I, I have this one as well. Uh, I, I'm with you guys on this one. I, I just, I like Deshaun in this game. It's his first time ever playing the Bears. I didn't know that. Um, and did I read this right? That they have lost six straight, the Bears? The Bears started off hot. And now six just straight after apart. starting five and one. They just blew, they blew a 10-point lead. I, when I was watching, uh, you know, some of the post-game stuff, you know, Nate's second-guessing himself. They're asking him about his job. I mean, it's just kind of going to hell in a handbag a little bit. So I, I'm taking Deshaun. He's going to have a lot to prove uh, in this game. He doesn't understand why, in heaven's name, the Bears took Mitch Trubisky over him. And I think he's going to have something to say about that on Sunday. Okay. Well, yeah. we, flew, 
We actually have quadruple agreement here, which like NFL red zone, when you see the quad box up there, it almost feels too good to be true, but this is where we're all landing. Um, I, we already talked about the last second fumble. Uh, the Texans should have beat the Colts last week. And we'd be talking about this Colts team very differently. Uh, Deshaun Watson's playing under man, but still somehow turned Kiki QT and a wide receiver named Chad Hansen into hundred yard receivers last week. So yeah, the bears are going nowhere. Give me Deshaun Watson minus one. You guys all think so. And so do I. We're setting this up to be the shortest picks pod ever. Ray, did you have this game too? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was looking around to see if I find another game so I don't chime in with you guys. But I'm with Houston only because they got a quarterback and Chicago doesn't. And Chicago's going 0-6 their last six, and Houston's running the bad luck. I think Houston with Deshaun, it's going to show something to the Bears. The Bears are going to just keep going down and down and down. Well, okay. It is unanimous. This might be the first <laughs> This yeah, might is. be the first unanimous pick on, on this podcast. I think we've come close, but this might be the first one. All right, so wait, Ray, why don't you give us your second game? All right, for our second game, you know, I'm going to go with the uh, Buffalo Bills. I'm going to take the Bills minus two and a half over those Steelers. I think that Buffalo is playing very well. I think the Steelers are not playing very well. It's less than a field goal. It's in Buffalo. I kind of like the Bills. I like the quarterback. He's hot. Well, Ray, I'm, I'm actually going to give you even better news on this, like an early Christmas present, because oh, I picked I picked this game, and much like the Browns game that we're going to predict later, the line moved, and it's now Bills minus one and a half. Mm. Oh, that is a Christmas present. So, that, so that's even better, and this is also one of the Yeah, see? And uh, this is... Uh, Bills minus one and a half. I'm on this game too. I'm riding the Josh Allen train to open that AFC North door just a little bit more for the Cleveland Browns uh, and, and maybe set up a week 17 showdown for the AFC North. Do we want to talk about that today or <laughs> do we say that? <laughs> well, I, I know the Browns need to go four and oh, and I know the Steelers got to lose three. They got to lose to the Bills and the Colts and losing yeah. to the Bills would certainly uh, – open that door. So I've got the Bills minus one and a half in this one too. I feel like this is a popular game. Was anybody else on this game? Ellis, you were going to say something. I was afraid of this game. This is a, this was a a scary game. I mean, it it could obviously go either way. The Steelers uh, are are reeling a little bit right now. They need to regroup. Uh, You know, I think they, they might come out with a little bit of a vengeance in this game. I, I didn't want, I didn't want to touch this one. Yeah, so I'm not on this game either, but I am curious where Doug lands on. I don't, I'm guessing you didn't pick it, but if you had to pick it to put you on the spot, it's just interesting to me because this is your game where you have the, you're on the corner of Josh Allen camp ball and on the corner of Pittsburgh ain't that good. So where do you land on this one, Doug? I'm just curious. When Dan said that he had great news for Ray, I thought Dan was going to say that Dan is picking the Steelers and the great news <laughs> is that Dan, that Dan is going to be wrong. I thought about this game. I don't know how you could be on the Pittsburgh side of this. So I I just, I, with, with, they they lost one game. I get it. They lost one game, but just the way Josh Allen is playing. And when Josh Allen is hot, Josh Allen is hot. Now Josh Allen will throw in a clunker here and there. He's throwing in a lot fewer clunkers than he used to. But if you want to bet this, I can't imagine putting money on Pittsburgh on this, right? So that's, 
I thought about Buffalo. I did think about Buffalo, but there were enough other games that I stayed away from this. Everybody, you, it's, it's certainly conceivable. I mean, we've been, we all see it that, that Pittsburgh all of a sudden just falls in a little bit of a pit here. And Josh Allen might be the one to push him over the edge a little bit. So I think it's going to be a great game, but I can't imagine get putting money on, on the Steelers here. Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh's in Pittsburgh notoriously plays down to their competition. So I guess we're going to see if that's what they've been doing or if they're really, uh, really kind of slumping here, but I had the bill. I thought this would be a more popular game to be honest with you. I thought maybe we were going for another clean sweep there on this one. So Mary Kay, you are the only one we don't have a second game from. All right. You know what? I'm going to take the chiefs. I'm taking the chiefs over the dolphins by seven and a half. Uh, it's just getting to be that time of year where, uh, the, you know, the chiefs need to play their best ball. And, and I think it's time for them uh, you know, to, to come out and have a good game against the Dolphins. I, I, I just don't know if the Dolphins are going to be able to hang with them. It's uh, Patrick's got to get that sort of steely look in his eyes now. It's go time. And, and I, I think they, they can handle the Dolphins by seven and a half. Okay, well, I've got good news for you as well, because I've got this one at seven. And I really, I hate to say this, I'm actually going the other way on this one. I don't think the Dolphins are going to win this game, but I think it might be a little bit closer. Um, I, I really like that Dolphins defense. Really like what they can do defensively. It was either going to be this or the, or, uh, the Giants over the Cardinals. And, you know, of course, I'm a, I'm a genius, so I'm going against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but <laughs> for some reason, this game just stood out to me, and I, I'm taking the Dolphins plus seven over the Chiefs. I'm sure I'm going to regret this one. This is one that I just, I can just feel it now that I'm going to regret <laughs> I think the safest bet on this pot, podcast every week is Mary Kay picking the Chiefs. <laughs> Mary Kay is a quarterback person. If you like quarterbacks, you like Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs have not beaten somebody by seven in a month. The Chiefs' last four wins are by two, four, three, and six. So, People who love Patrick Mahomes have been losing money on the Chiefs so far. But to Dan's point, I would not bet against them. I've just, I'm, I don't know that I have picked the Chiefs all year because who wants to bet against Patrick Mahomes? So this is dangerous territory for you, Dan. But I also think Mary Kay might be going down with the ship on Patrick here. So, I mean, they, but it's weird, right? I mean, they're so right. good. They keep winning, but right. they are not blowing people out. And part of that's their defense too. And sometimes I don't know if there's been some backdoor covers here or what, but they are not blowing people out of the building by three touchdowns. They're just barely winning every week. And I don't know how often they've covered probably not very much. It sort which, of feels. Which brings us back to the point. Okay. The Browns have a better chance of beating the chiefs than they do of winning the AFC North. <laughs> I was wondering if you could that in. I thought the last segment with the Steelers was the perfect time, but there it is. Can I, can I be honest with you, though? I Just watching that Denver game on Sunday, I, I think some people, like, came away from that game, like, worried about the Chiefs. And I just – I felt like I was watching a team that's really good, just kind of – I mean, we've talked about this. I, I just felt like I was watching a team that kind of knew they could get what they wanted. They could win the game. Just get out of there. I, I, I didn't feel like I watched a team that was really in danger of losing a football game at, at all on Sunday. I agree, Dan. And you might be talking yourself out of your own pick because to Mary Kay's point, 
and I know players won't admit this type of stuff, but there's also an MVP race on the line in these next four weeks, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. And you'd be a fool not to think that Mahomes doesn't want to come out and pour three, four touchdowns on, keep that 350, 400 yard passing uh, per game numbers up. And you know, the, 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 those are legacy type honors. And that's where we're at in the calendar. Well, tweet at me when it's 37 to three chiefs. In the <laughs> second quarter. Uh, Ellis, what's your third game? All right. So don't have a lot of data for this one. I don't think it was necessary because I've got the saints minus seven versus the Eagles simply because a rookie QB and Jalen hurts is getting the start. The Eagles aren't doing this because they know what they're doing. They know they're doing this because they are desperate. Hertz wasn't a dynamic downfield thrower in college. So why would he have much of a shot versus the number one defense in football right now? I think the saints win handily, even though they don't won't need to run up the score, it's going to be, you know, 31. I don't see the Eagles getting above 17 or cracking 20. Well, again, I'm like Santa Claus here. Cause I'm looking at this one at six and a half right now. So oh. there you go. I, I hope that me. wasn't like your push, your push. Of the- I know, right. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting my pushes robbed from me. But but I, I mean, we'll give you the seven if you want it, but I I'm looking at it right now and, and it's a, it's at six and a half. Doug, what's your third game? I really like this one. I have Jacksonville plus seven and a half against Tennessee. Tennessee has won eight games this year. They've only won two of those eight by more than a touchdown. So when they win, they play a lot of close games. Since Mike Lennon took over, the Jags lost to the Browns by two and lost in overtime to Minnesota. Um, So I don't know. Do I think Jacksonville's going to beat Tennessee? No, but I'll take seven and a half. I'll take seven and a half against that. Tennessee defense, which we obviously saw has problems. Mike Glennon is like a, he's not good, but he's a moderately competent veteran that I could just see Tennessee winning like 28, 24 or something. So, and that is, and Dan, the line seven and a half, is that what you have it at? That's seven right. I just double checked seven and a half. Cause that half really makes me feel a lot better. Cause like a nice solid Tennessee wins 31, 24. And I cash my fake check. <laughs> Mary Kay, what's your third game? Uh, well, you know, I, I know I'm going to regret this one, but I always good when we start like that. <laughs> you know, you just don't feel good about it when you when you do it right away. Um, I've got the the Packers uh, versus the Lions. The Packers are favored by nine, and they're playing really really well right now. But uh, I just, I, I'm taking the Lions in the points here. I, I don't, I'm going to say that it's not going to be uh, a nine point spread. Lions coming off a, I can't even remember who they beat. The Bears. Oh, the Bears. They beat the Bears 34 to 30. Uh, they've, they've got their interim coach, got a little extra juice going right now. Uh, so I think that they can give the Packers a little bit of a game and maybe keep it a little closer than the nine. All right. Yeah, I, I quickly, I think that's a safe place to land on this one. Divisional game, of course, NFC North. Stafford threw for like 400 yards last week against what most people thought was a talented Bears defense, even though they look in disarray too now. Um, and the Lions always play Green Bay well. So I, I think it's nine, right? That's, I mean, that's a big number. Yeah, it's nine. Yep. Okay. So, uh, Ray, what is your third game? Well, you know, if you guys notice that if you exclude tonight's game, there's 15 games and there are 10 home team dogs. That's kind of amazing, I thought. Really? Whatever. Yeah. Just a little nugget. Um, so I'm looking at a home team dog and I'm looking at the New York Giants. 
plus a point and a half against the Cardinals. Cardinals are not playing well. Their quarterback isn't playing well. I'm not even sure he's really healthy or completely healthy. And I think the Giants are getting back Danny Dimes. And the Giants' defense is playing great. They've won four in a row. I'll ride a winner. Mm-hmm. Well, even better news, Ray, I keep giving you gifts. I'm looking it's up to plus three now. Wow. I'm betting against the money on all these games. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> jump. Uh, you know, again, I looked at this game, and I almost changed to this game over that, that Dolphins game. I think this is actually a better pick than the Dolphins. Um, because, look, the Cardinals are falling apart, and if it weren't for that Hail Mary, that we'd be talking about how they were falling apart even more. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really argue against this pick. Like I said, I, I almost made a switch here while we were recording at the last minute, but I decided to, to stick with the games that I had picked earlier. So, uh, again, when when you're winning this one and I'm limping to a one and three or zero oh and four, I'm gonna I'm gonna regret it all. But yeah, that, I mean that's a really good pick. Yeah, I think that's a good spot to be on. I was against the Cardinals last week when they played the Rams, and I think this game will tell us a lot about how the Giants will play Baker Mayfield only because there will become now a trend of quarterbacks at or under six feet tall that the Giants give trouble to assuming Kyler Murray has some issues Russell Wilson last week then Kyler Murray and then upcoming Baker Mayfield so just a little trend to watch there for Browns fans okay I think that's three for everybody here so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and then we are going to make our Browns picks and back on our Friday orange and brown talk podcast time to pick the browns and ravens game dan lobby with mary Kay cabot douglay maurice ellis williams and our football insider subscriber guest picker ray rasilla the browns we've got this one this line has been moving all over the place uh in fact ellis i gotta hear from you real quick about this line i know you had something to say about it right now as i'm looking at it on FanDuel's site uh they've got the ravens minus two and a half uh, that was at one at one point this week. So it, it continues to go in the Ravens' favor. You are not real hot, real keen about this line, Ellis. <laughs> no, so we'll just state the obvious. I'm taking the Browns plus whatever you're going to give me because <laughs> I don't understand this line one bit. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that history is dictating this line rather than trends. Um, when betting football, I think it's the best bet is to just look at the past three or four games sample size and decide that way on how a team is playing. Um, looking at data like the Browns losing 38-6 in week one is not how you formulate a week 14 line. Um, looking at the fact that the Ravens are 8-2 and two overall against the Browns in the past 10 games and 7-3 and three against the spread over those past 10 games is not how you set a current week 14 line. And it doesn't matter that the Ravens lead this series all time 32 to 11. That's not how you set a week 14 line. So the point is, I understand the history. And by any means, I'm not saying or guaranteeing a Browns win. I just don't see how a 7-5 and five team like the Ravens, who played Tuesday night and still looked out of whack, beating up and not doing a, in a demanding fashion or commanding fashion, beating up a weak Cowboys defense that didn't even want to be there, it looked like. I don't see how the Ravens are uh, road favorites. So give me the Browns again, plus whatever. And I just don't like when uh, history or something that happened 13 weeks ago, make people feel comfortable about where a line should be. I've, I've been hearing about it a little bit on Twitter and I just don't think that is an accurate way to come 
at this game. Of course, Lamar Jackson could go video game and these things happen, but these are two completely different teams uh, than what we saw in week one. It's a sucker line. <laughs> they're, they're sucking exactly that. They're sucking that logic in. This is sucker line all over it. I don't think it's history. I think there's a million other things going on here. But the problem, Ellis, is that everything you just said is correct and logical. But I, I absolutely understand why this line is where yeah. it is. And I say that as someone who is 24 and 28 in fake bets this year. But I, I absolutely, I, I, can, you can, I think you can see where they're coming from with this. All right, so Doug, I think we know what your pick's going to be, but we'll come back to you here in a second. Uh, Ray, why don't you give us your pick? All right. Well, let me, that two and a half makes it really interesting. <laughs> I, I, I look back at, at my younger days when I occasionally made a wager on a football game, and there was a strategy that if the line is two and a half, you take the two and a half. If it's three and a half, you take, you give the three and a half. If it's three, you lay off the game. Because with three and a half, you feel comfortable as the dog. If you're two and a half, you feel comfortable as the favorite. I like the Browns. I'm taking the two and a half. All right. And Doug, is that where you're going? Am I taking the Browns? Yes. No, I am not taking the Browns. For all of that. Okay. I'm agreeing with, I am not. This is getting... why I use a pencil. I am not getting sucked into it makes all the sense in the world that the Browns have been playing better. They're at home and they're an underdog, right? That all makes sense. I'm not buying it. And this is, this is what I don't like about this game. It's in prime time. This is what here's, here's, I can feel it happening already. I can feel it happening. I, I can feel, can I record my post game podcast right now? Can you just take a <laughs> cut of this? Because here's what I think is going to happen. It's Spoiler a month it's a Monday night. Yeah. It's a Monday night game. And everybody's going to think, Oh, this is prime time. This is their chance to show the world, the Browns chance to show the world who they are. It's a division game and they have not won in the division this year. And everybody talks about, you have to get past the Ravens and the Steelers to show who you are in the division. And I'm not betting against the Browns because of either of those reasons. I was looking at something. Somebody very smart was talking about the man coverage. The Ravens are probably going to play on Baker Mayfield about the idea of do the Browns without Odell have the people who can be, Oh, who was, Oh, it was Ellis's text to the tech subscribers <laughs> who helped push me over the edge about why the Browns aren't going to win this game. And then he gets on the podcast and takes the Browns. So what's well, okay. That's okay. Ellis. I mean, like, but I think there's a lot of things here. Also, again, are the Browns going 13 and three? Are you guys going to pick the Browns to win the rest of their games? Like I, I just don't think they're going 13 and three. So I'm going to look for a loss somewhere in here. The Jets aren't even trying. We don't know what week 17 is going to look like. Although at this point, I actually think they might not match up better with the Steelers than with the Ravens. I don't think Lamar goes nuts. I think they have a defensive plan. I think they get better pressure than they've been getting. I think they play man coverage. I think they make it hard for the Browns receivers to get open. And I think this is a game in the twenties and the Ravens, by the way, if the Ravens don't win, they're done. This is the Ravens season. If the Browns don't win, they're fine. It would be great for them if they won. But if the Browns lose, they're almost certainly still going to make the playoffs. If the Ravens lose, they're probably done. Mm -hmm. So this is everything to them. 
So I just, uh, and I'm not getting sucked in. So I think the Ravens are going to win by like a touchdown. So I'll take the Ravens and give the points. There are a lot of things I don't like about this game for the Browns. A lot. And I'm not sure how much of that is thinking back to past games. And I'm not sure how much of it is real. Some of it is, I, I don't love the matchup against this defense. Some of it is, as old school as this sounds, it worries me a little bit that we're, there were some Browns players getting a little chirpy on Twitter earlier this week. It kind of makes you think, eh, these guys been reading their headlines just a little too much. I think it was kind of convenient how quickly that stopped and how abruptly that stopped after, uh, after it started the other night. Um, and like you said, Doug, this game means everything to the Ravens because if they win this game, they're going to get to 11. They, I mean, they've got nothing after this. They, the Giants are their toughest game remaining. This doesn't mean everything to the Browns because the Browns can lose this game and they should still get to 11 wins. So all of that makes me feel like, eh, you got to take the Ravens. But as someone on our YouTube channel, you know, accurately pointed out, my instincts this season have been wrong at every single turn. So I'm going to do the, as I've, I've called it before, it's not actually the Summer of George episode, but I call it the Summer of George, where you just do the opposite of what you're thinking, the opposite of what pops into your head. And you know what? I, I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to take the Browns on the two and a half in this. Um, I, I think that this is kind of, this is their chance if they want to, to, to make a statement and finally say they've arrived. And, you know, if they lose, they lose. But, like, but why I, do you say I that? You don't, think, you don't think they've made a statement by being nine and three? I think people are, are excited about them, but you don't think if you go on Monday night football and beat the Ravens in front of the whole country that that doesn't really get everybody's attention? I don't know. People, teams lose. I don't know. I, I'm I, mean, not, I, I don't buy the, the statement game at all. I buy the statement game not at all. They're nine and three. That's a statement already. Well, yeah, but then if you beat the Ravens on national TV, it's whoa. It gets everybody's attention. All right, Mary Kay, what's your pick? You know what? Again, I, I think it is a tough pick. Uh, when we actually have to pick just an outright winner for the game, I probably will pick the Ravens as we go through the week and we get closer to the game and we have to make that pick. Uh, and the reason why I say that uh, is because I do think that they are getting people back healthy. Uh, Calais Campbell didn't really look like himself the other night, uh, but now he's got another few days to, to kind of get back to where he needs to be. Um, I don't know. I just think that this defense is better than what Baker Mayfield has faced since he faced the Steelers. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of reasons why I think that, uh, you know, they've got good cornerbacks, they, they're going to bring pressure and he has he hasn't shown yet that he can handle the pressure but I do think that the Browns as an offense are much better than when they played the Steelers and when they played the Ravens the last time. So I think they can handle pressure this time I think they know what to do with Baker Mayfield now, I think they know uh, how to use them on the keepers better I think they know how to use them on play action a lot better. Uh, they know how to use Nick Chubb and Kareem better. So I think there's plenty of things that they're going to throw at this defense now. I don't know. It, it's going to be a tough one today. I'm going to take the Browns and the points uh, because if the Ravens do win, I'll just say it'll be by two points or less. Uh, so I'll take the Browns today. 
I might come back and pick the Ravens to beat the Browns. All right. By the way, I made a, I might have made the first ever pick based off a YouTube comment in history. So let's, let's just but wait, that before, before we go, I have to ask Doug the question, the big question oh, we asked each other all week. I don't know your answer. You may, you may have answered it somewhere else, Doug. All right, but, but listen, before we get into this, Ray has told me that we're cutting into his happy hour. So we gotta make sure that we don't keep Ray sitting here too long. <laughs> all right, it can be quick, it'll be quick, but we, we've addressed this on a couple other podcasts and I don't know your answer yet. What, what is the greater chance of happening? The Browns winning the AFC North or beating the Chiefs? I don't know what beating the Chiefs looks like. And I think it's possible the Steelers fall apart. So I would say AFC North. I don't know what beating the Chiefs looks like. Oh, it's Not- a clean sweep. You guys, it's it's all of you guys. It's the four of you guys against me on this one. Can I can I throw it? Can I just throw this at you, Mary Kay? This is something I should have said said yesterday. And Ray, I want to get your opinion on this too. Okay. But I guess we've been talking about the percentages and the math, right? But just think about it this way. What's more likely? The Browns beating the Chiefs or the Steelers losing? to the Bills and the Colts over the next three weeks? Well, that is one way to look at it, but okay. what about- and then, and then the next step of that would be the Browns beating the Chiefs or the Browns winning out to the Pittsburgh game, basically setting up that week 17. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could happen. We're, we're I mean, right now, over to our side. right now it's 97.6% chance that the, that the Steelers are gonna win the division. So I'm just looking at that right now, <laughs> that 97.6% chance and thinking that the Browns would have more than a 3% chance of beating the Chiefs. We got to get Steve Kornacki on this podcast to start like <laughs> diagramming these numbers and figuring out each week how this, these numbers change. I think that would really expand our, our following. Ray, what do you think? Well, I think that uh, the Browns defensive back six or seven or whatever is back there cannot handle Mahomes. I think Mahomes would have a field day, unfortunately, against the Browns defensive backfield. I don't even want to count linebackers because they can't, they can't defend any tight end. So Kelsey would have a field day. Um, So I think, I think it's very realistic that Pittsburgh can lose to the Colts and lose to the Bills and boy, that'd be a fun 17th week, wouldn't it? So did I give a did I give you an answer? You did. Yeah, you did. You okay. did. Wait a minute. Didn't Doug tell us that the Chiefs have lost by two, four, three, and six? Yeah, but we established already. By board. two, four, three, and six. This is great. No, I think they could play them close. I mean, I think you look at, I mean, even what the Titans did too in the AFC championship game last year, 17-7 early in the second quarter, and then they start being the Chiefs again. So um 23rd ranked defense in the run defense in the NFL. 23rd ranked run defense in the NFL. If Time Magazine did a question of the year, this would win. I'm telling you. (laughs) It's amazing. It's amazing how much we've squeezed out of this question. And it was really just like a throwaway question at the end of our pod on like I know. And we have just Cleveland.com is heavy, heavily weighted towards the AFC North thing. My other friends, my other sports writer friends that don't work for cleveland.com are heavily weighted towards thinking that the Browns could beat the Chiefs. I like my <laughs> other friends better. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. 
Just kidding. Can, can I, Doug, are you going to say something or? Go on. No, I'm just trying. It's like, what color is the dress? I'm just trying to think. It just depends. <laughs> right. And that's where, that's where we are with this. So yeah, no, I'm glad I got included. It's an, it's a fascinating. <laughs> if, if I could get the, if I, oh, go ahead, Mary Kay. I was going to say, did, did you not know that we had kind of debated this or kicked this one around? So uh, they've played the Ohio State Michigan game for 102 <laughs> straight years and it got canceled this week. So I've been a little like, Ugh. oh, I know. I wasn't sure if it came up on like, got to watch a tape. No, so yeah. I have not been aware of this discussion previously yeah, but i am happy to join it now yeah it's a good one ellis real quick yeah if I, get, if I get the last word shocker ellis wants the last word here quick just to respond to doug's pick quickly i'm gonna uh plug gotta watch the tape um tomorrow doug i'm gonna show you some good running data that favors the browns versus the ravens defense and i'm quite confident scott's gonna explain to you why the ravens offense is broken and then we can revisit your pick well i'll leave it at that gotta watch the tape tomorrow I like learning from you guys. I look forward to it. All right, Ray, uh, we got to actually give you the last word. We ask all of our Football Insider subscribers this. Why, why do you subscribe uh, to what we do here? Well, first off, let me say thank you. I really enjoyed this experience. How much fun was it talking to you guys? <laughs> Great time. Um, I live in Florida. I'm in Fort Myers. I'm not in Cleveland. I need all the Browns info I can get. So being a part of this is just fantastic for me. The more information I can get, the better I feel, the more fun I have during the week, reading, listening, watching. It's just a great experience. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for including me. I enjoy the experience. All right, Ray, well, we certainly appreciate you uh, subscribing and of course, all of our subscribers out there. And if you wanna get involved in stuff like this, it's really easy. You just gotta go to cleveland.com slash Browns. There's a blue banner up at the top of the page and you can get signed up for Football Insider. And maybe one of these days, you're gonna be sitting here on a Zoom with us making football picks and schooling us in, uh, in picking <laughs> games because God knows we're not very good at it. All right, Ray, we appreciate you jumping on. We'll let you, uh, we'll let you get to happy hour. I've been staring at my little beer fridge over here in my basement for the I'm last half thirsty. hour. Uh, Ellis, Doug, Mary Kay, uh, thank you as always for making your picks. I'm Dan, thanks for